Welcome to the Murder Club for Beginners podcast. I'm Nick and I'm in Brisbane. I'm Mel and I'm in Melbourne and we hope you enjoy listening to our podcast. Hey Nick, how are you? I'm good Mel, you're recovered from our big weekend. I am nearly there, I think. I think one more one more sleep, hopefully, and I have. Mm-hmm. But I see you're wearing the 50 tiara for anyone oh. who is listening <laughs> and who may have been at the party. It, it's still kicking. It's still kicking. It's actually quite comfortable and I figure, hey, I've got to get my money's worth. But also uh, a birthday doesn't have to just be one day. Uh, it can be... A whole year. It should be a whole year. It's a celebration. Well, I think we've decided our 50s are a whole year, so yeah. cheers to us. Cheers to us, and we are both drinking sparkles, so yes, um, that is uh, all good. And I've got to say I have this real enjoyment now of being able to look at you on screen and know exactly where you're sitting uh, yep. and just <laughs> really be able to orientate myself in your house almost. Visualise it. Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. But I've got to say, I really enjoyed your party and thanks for picking me up, ferrying me around and letting me fall in love with your dog. Oh, that's all right. Trust me, it's a a mutual love affair. Mm. Um, And he wants Auntie Melly back desperately. Well, Auntie (laughs) Melly definitely just wants to give him cuddles. So, yeah. Um, it is it is a shared joy. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you. No. no, thank you for coming. It was awesome to have you. Have oh. And do you know what I really love the most is you've been talking about these people that their names pop up and I've been trying to orientate them in my head, but um, now I know who you're talking about and who the people are in your life and it's yes. just it's yep. so lovely. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> That Yay. is all good. Now, cool. do you have a picture to send to me? Um, oh, I, I don't actually. You didn't um, delete it, did you? Oh, it was on Facebook, so I don't know if I can find it. Well, while, <laughs> while you're searching for that on Facebook, <laughs> I know that you also mentioned to me on the weekend about a potential good way to dispose, I mean, not that there's ever a good way, but a potential good way to dispose of a body so Mm -hmm. that you may not be caught. Yes, yes. Um, What you do is you bury it and then you cover it with endangered plants that can't be dug up. So, therefore, um, you know, it's, it's free. It's, you know, your home host. It's all good. And I, I know we were talking about it. If you then did the whole, uh, you know, dead possum or whatever on top of the body, yep. so mm-hmm. you know that's going to hide the the scent of a decomposing yep. body. Yes. And then endangered species of native, most likely in Australia, would be native plants. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not going to work in every country, as we know, because I'm sure not mm-hmm. every country. Uh, probably has rules around endangered species the same way that we do. Um, yeah, yeah. So, but Uh-oh. I did think it was a great idea. And who is your source for that? Because I do know you said it was, I think, one of your running crew. Um, 
No, no. It was actually it actually just popped up on Facebook the other day. When I logged into Facebook, it was funny. And it was just this thing and it's a picture of a woman next to a garden bed. And it said, just remember the best way to bury a dead body is to cover it with endangered flowers so they can't species, so they can't dig it up. I mean I have to tell you about that because that was yeah. I think is Facebook listening to you? Like it is. Yeah, well, you know, it's probably stalking me, so you know. Mm. I mean, it could also Mm. be all of the times that we've Googled best ways to dispose of a dead body as well. So, just, yeah, it, it could be too. Like I think, you know, Google thinks every time I look up something, it goes, if you need help, ring triple O. I think she thinks that I'm a troubled soul. Uh, well. Whereas you just know I'm weird. So, exactly, you know. which I love. It's brilliant. <laughs> um, so this week we're going to talk a little uh, different. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to talk about the back seat of someone's car and that is one of your friends <laughs> yes um, you, whom you met mm-hmm. who I met and is as brilliant as you have described mm-hmm. now uh do they mind if we mention their name oh, I think she would love if we mention her name and give her a shout out okay well Tracy a very big shout out and really lovely to meet you as well as a shout out to all of the other wonderful running uh girls I met uh, and obviously all your other friends, uh, if anyone mm-hmm. listens to the podcast. So, um, but you have sent me a picture of mm-hmm. Tracy's backseat. Now, mm-hmm. do you want to tell me what's in Tracy's backseat? Okay. So Tracy was lovely enough on early Sunday morning to pick me up um, and some friends from another girl drove to my house and another lady who was staying with her. Even though she wasn't running the race, she was our Uber because she was going somewhere nearby. So that's fine. So it's dark. We all pile in the car. We go over. That's fine. We all get out. So she comes back to pick us up. It was only when I came, got in to come back that I noticed. I got in the back of her car and I looked down and here's a mallet, Mm -hmm. some rope, some drumsticks, which I know she's learning drumming, so the drumsticks make sense. And I looked down at my feet and here's a red toolbox. It's those old-fashioned, like, you know, ones with the handle and, like, you'd see on something like, you know, Murder, She Wrote or something like that. So one of the metal ones, yeah. Yeah, one of the metal ones. And I just started to laugh and I went, hmm, should we be worried? (laughs) Because I know the reason that they were in the car, but I'm not going to disclose that because that would spoil the fun. I mean, I did ask her, obviously. Mm -hmm. I was like, why have you got all of this in your (laughs) car? And uh, honestly, there are definitely... Uh, reasonable answers. However, mm-hmm. that's no fun. You are right. So mm-hmm. I uh, thought this week we could discuss um, how you would MacGyver disposing of a body. And for anyone who's of the younger generation who hasn't watched MacGyver, basically uh, MacGyver was a TV show in the 80s and he could uh make anything out of nothing um or yep. solve uh a dilemma that he had uh in his in his world that was very action packed yep. uh mm-hmm. out of pretty much anything so yes with the toolbox the mallet the rope well it's more string isn't it than rope mm, the yeah it is drumsticks how do you think you might use those to dispose of a dead body. Well, hmm, I think 
Well, the person's already dead, um, but I think you'd probably maybe tie them up somehow. Okay. Um, and so the what, mallet we're, could be we're used tying to their make hands them more, and feet, or um, what are we doing? Are you doing sure. a hog tie, I, I think, or? Yeah, I think you're probably hog tying the hands and feet because you may need to actually drag the body. Yeah. And the mallet was only little, but I figure um, if you tie their hands sort of like that. Yeah, so the, tying them in, in front of the you. Mallet, yep. Yeah. Have the mallet, you know, use it like have the handle pointing towards you. Yeah. And maybe use that to drag instead of using your hands. Oh, loving this. So the um, mallet as a lever. Yeah. Mallet to, as to a lever. Drag the body. Mm, to drag very. the body. Or if you happen to be conveniently located near a cliff, yep. um, to lever, you know, the body, sort a bit of the body over the cliff so that it will tip all over the cliff. Um, the drumsticks, I'm not really sure about unless you want to give them a final send off by drumming on them, um, which <laughs> is weird, but maybe you're into rituals and that's your thing. Do you um, not think the drumsticks might be better as a lever than the mallet? Um, uh, the two possibly. drumsticks sort of twisted together and being able to pull the yeah, body? They could be, but they're kind of, um, they, they're not that thick. And mm. so I'd be worried about them breaking. Yep. Um, and splintering and maybe leaving evidence. So we don't want that. maybe yep. maybe use the drumsticks to help you when you're tying the body, do the knots or something. So mm-hmm. that, you know, instead of inserting your finger and you're tying a knot, yep. you insert the drumstick again so you don't leave um fingerprints. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I think to be thorough, she needs to add some disinfecting wipes or some gloves into that kit. Don't um, forget, we've got a toolbox you know, there. So we have I a toolbox there too. There's some typical tool, toolbox tool. items in well, there. So a hammer in case the person's not quite dead and they wake up. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would yep. be pretty gross. Mm-hmm. And we we have concerns there because we know there'd be blood splat. Spl- blood splatter. DNA, yeah, that could yep. be. Yeah. Mm. So we're just um, hoping. Yeah. Yeah. Although knowing Tracy, there'd probably be some double sided tape. In the toolbox, and so probably, probably some uh, zip ties. Zip ties. Yeah. Yep. So you could probably use a double-sided tape, maybe to try and get rid of fingerprints somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that's about all I got now. I'm old. I mean, I haven't done a lot of thinking about this either because I thought actually it's it's just a great off the cup conversation uh, mm-hmm. to see it. You know, I mean, the ideal toolkit is a shovel, isn't it? And we're just, mm. you know, as we started the episode talking about uh, an endangered species, but we mm. don't have a shovel. So, but. But maybe we have one of those little garden ones in the toolkit. We may, or if we think about it and it is going to take a long time, mm. um, uh, you know, is there some way to use, uh, you know, like Make a trowel type thing. Yeah, uh, as you oh, talked yeah. about, that, out of the screwdriver. Do, yeah. You know, you're hmm. going to dig. It's going to be a very mm-hmm. shallow hole. Um, it is. So, hence picking up some endangered species, or you know, dead animals or, around. Or dead animals all yeah. the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we've got. I mean, if we think we've probably got screwdriver, uh, a zip tie, you know, mallet. Mm-hmm. Can we create some sort of uh, way to capture and sadly kill, uh, you know, a possum or something like that with the rope 
and mm. then the mallet to mm-hmm. put over the dead body because we know then that's going to disguise the uh, the fact yep. that there's human remains there uh, mm-hmm. and people will think it's just the uh, animal remains. This and then true. potentially using the screwdriver uh, in potentially in the toolkit to dig up said native species so we can transplant yes. them easy because you don't want them to die. That's the other thing. No, no, you'd have to, yeah. Mm. You know, and we want a few this native species and we'd want quite a few and you'd want you it quite a to few. look weird because it's got to be like a long, you think six foot, you know, if the person's six yeah, foot, it's got to be, be yeah. a number. You'd have to have a lot of time to do this, wouldn't you? Well, you might not have a lot of time, so you'd yeah, be moving so you'd pretty to, damn quick. So you'd, you'd have to do, move pretty quick. Yeah, multiple things uh, at once. I mean, potentially I just use the drumsticks to put in the person's nose out of like weird I was, weird I humor. thought that was like weird. I <laughs> wasn't you'd want it. from that, but I did have the same thought. I just I know. Was, didn't want to be the one to come out with that. <laughs> oh, you know I'm always going to be the one to do the uh, do the ridiculous. Um, but do you also take off the seat covers in her car as well? I mean, because she's got the items sitting yeah. in seat covers, which yeah, you can then could, use. Yes, to wrap the body actually, in. that could wrap the body in. Yeah. Yes, that would be that'd be a very good idea. Oh, yes. Yes. And you have two seat covers, mm. so you'd want you wouldn't want to get rid. You have to get rid of both. You both, can't, because yeah. otherwise it would just look weird. Yeah, so um, you can use yeah. the seat covers to wrap the first the one seat cover, one half of the body, yeah. um, and then you know over the top, over yeah. the back, the other half, yeah. and then yeah, and use the and rope like use the zip ties on the up. hands and feet, and then yep. the rope to tie that up. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, Ellie, you're full of bright ideas. Well, I just well, know, kind of scary ones actually, but yeah. sadly, it does worry me how much my brain uh, thinks about these things. But uh, having said that, as a writer, I'm always thinking creatively and outside the box if I can. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, so what would be in your ideal toolkit, though? Like, let's say hmm. you were planning. To get rid of a body and you knew mm-hmm. it was on the fly and you could only use tools that are in your garage which is pretty epic yes um, so I think <laughs> I there's going to be a fair bit tools in my garage <laughs> or only tools mm-hmm. at a small mitre 10 because we know mitre 10 isn't it's yep. a hardware store okay. for anyone who's not yep. uh, from the UK okay. Um, and we do have mm-hmm. listeners who are not in the UK and who mm-hmm. uh, sorry Australia and um who I don't know who they are. So um, hi mm-hmm. to you. But what would you, let's say a small Mitre 10 that doesn't have everything okay. but has right. good tools. Well, okay, you, well, you're obviously going to need some good rope, okay? Yeah, I'd good say rope. tarp, yep. tarp, zip ties, good rope, Yep. some kind of shovel, small, small, spady thing. Yep. Um, maybe a pickaxe just in case you didn't do the job properly and they wake up. Um, definitely heavy-duty gloves. Yeah. Um, and maybe some kind of, oh, I suppose Mitre 10 mightn't have acids. 
Um, not enough to, to not enough. dispose of a body. Yeah. Like uh, yeah. you yeah. would use the mm-hmm. acid if you wanted a terrible conversation. Yeah. If you wanted the person not mm-hmm. to be identified, maybe. Yeah. But then yeah. they could probably identify them with the DNA at some point. So, you know, mm-hmm. it would just physically yep. mm-hmm. uh, stop identifying them. Yep. So mm-hmm. you wouldn't, you'd only be able to get like five litre bottles at the most. Yep. Otherwise yep. you'd be, you know. Mm-hmm. Potentially. Okay. And some mitotens have nurseries, so I'm thinking um, maybe some not endangered but some native plants because you may not be able to. But you can't have them in your boot and drive oh, around with yeah. them. It's a bit, they're going to dry. It's a bit, a bit weird. Okay, so we're just talking about the total tools. Okay. Yeah. Um, maybe some if they have little bags of fertilizer. Yeah, great, great um, idea, yeah. Yep, really start you know, that to, decomposition. And also maybe um, some of them have things like um, burnseed and wildlife food Yeah, to put down to attract, you know, animals so that they can, yeah. hmm, you know, um, not that there's many wild pigs in Queensland, I don't think, yeah. well, not, not in regional, you know, suburbia. I mean, there is wild but, boars, isn't yeah, there, in, uh, in Queensland? Um, there are, but if you're in an area where there are wild boars, um you know, because, you know, pigs will eat anything. So, they certainly will. Mm, you know, that could be something to consider as well. Uh, yeah, that's what I'd come up with. So I am wondering, and I don't know the answer to this, but, you know, it's just off the fly because, you know, you've come up with the ideal toolkit, I think, you know, mm-hmm. so I just want to think about something different. Is there something that I could use to burn a body to get it to the temperature of cremation, mm. for example, um, mm. that would, you know, cremate the body and just be done with it? So, you know, surely there's chemicals that would burn hot there enough. There would have to be that would burn hot enough. Yeah. You would so, think there would be. There's got to mm. be. And there would have to be. I mean, I'm just looking. Uh, it it, it mm-hmm. takes about an hour and a half to two hours, by the way, to cremate a body, and it's got to mm-hmm. be at 1,400 to 1,800 degrees Fahrenheit, so I'm not sure what that is in uh, Celsius. Celsius. is what turns the body to ash at to that point. ash. Mm-hmm. Um, but. You know, surely there are chemicals out there that can allow you to, you know, burn a body at yep. mm-hmm. a high enough temperature to at least, you know, make it ash enough to, you know, disappear a fair bit. Yeah, I was thinking that maybe some type of, maybe um, aren't some pool chemicals quite, um, I don't know about flammable, but they're corrosive. So yeah, so ammonia and stuff like, like that, that I'm sure ammonia. would be at high enough. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so just mm. throwing it out there. So I might have some sort of chemical, but you'd want to have it safely stored in your boot just in case, and you just don't want case. to have a chemical yep. that is going to be flammable on in an accident or anything. So also got to think a little bit about the safety of having it just sort of lying that's, in fruit. Yeah, well, that's true. That's why I think you'd need, you'd probably need a, um, 
the, a pretty strong like tarp, not just mm. like a plastic paint sheet because if you're going to have that much corrosive stuff, if any of it spills, you don't, and also you don't want elements yes. corroding anything in your boot. Yeah. So, yeah. Very good point. You don't want to have the evidence of mm. any sort of evidence that the chemicals were even there in the first place. Yeah, exactly. So, yes. So, oh, wow, I think, uh, you know, that's that. I think that covers it. I think. I think so. Now, tell me, uh, because we have been asked to bring Craig more into the podcast, so that was some of the feedback. Oh, he we just had. made an appearance in the kitchen, but he's gone back out again. Ah, uh, I mean, I, I'd like. To, yeah, I mean, <laughs> okay. At some point, you're going to have to ask Craig what he would do. Seriously, he has to think about it, though. Not, yes. not one of Craig's mm-hmm. flippant jokes. Uh, what I'm glad you stipulated because you can imagine and my most, well, my, my running crew know Craig quite well so they can yep. imagine what he's going to come up with. I mean, it's um, and it's got to be okay yes. for us to talk about on the podcast. So it's got to be yes. PG. It's got to be PG. Yeah. Well, that might be our first problem. Um, <laughs> I think that's all the problem for All Craig. the problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, but uh, so I am not seeing evidence that Craig is alive, um, but you're telling but me he is. He is. Mm. He is. <laughs> and, Honest. Uh, Look, Honest. no corrosive hands. Oh, no yeah, corrosion. sure. <laughs> no. But maybe that was your mallet, rope and toolbox and drumsticks in the back of the hey, car. Hey, look, I can, I can fit a lot in the hydration pack, but the mallet is just very uncomfortable to cart around, <laughs> can I say. <laughs> uh, brilliant. Oh, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. We'll give you that. It is very – hydration packs aren't very big. No. No. Oh. Yes. Okay. <sighs> All right, Nick, it's been a great week. Uh, it has. It's been fun. And great it's seeing you in person. Just keeps going. Oh, and by the way, don't forget, Cedo has to become a YouTube star so we can buy Agatha Christie's favourite manor house. Okay. 3.3 million and I think that's pound at this stage. So uh, you did send me this text. So before mm-hmm. we, we go, tell me about this manor house. Have you mentioned um, it to Craig? No, I haven't. Um, Cedar doesn't know if he wants Craig to live there. Um, oh, okay. Poor Craig. <laughs> he said Craig can bring the um, Craig can bring the treatos. Um, yeah, I think. Sorry, I'm just gonna have a look at this for a second because you know I'm so organised. Obviously. No, one of our favourite hotel. No, let's not do that. Oh, she does have a great hotel that I'd love to visit at some point. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so I visit. So is it the one in okay. South uh, Southwest England? Yes, that would be um, three point three Australian dollars. Yeah, three point. Oh, it is Australian dollars? There you go. Yes, that is two point five mil pound. Which actually, yeah, uh, at the moment it's nearly five uh, million Australian mm-hmm. dollars. Just to let you know, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it's known as Penhill House. Overlooks Devon's. Sand Beach, which she yep. always loved. Loved. Um, she loved all these beaches in one of her movies, at least. Ah, okay. Um, so yeah. it's believed that it's once been home to Agatha Christie's accountant. Mm-hmm. 
with the novelist having uh, reputedly been a regular visitor and the illustrious history set the tone for the restoration of the property by the current owners who worked hard to ensure the Art Deco features remained. Um, And it does look like it. It has a tennis court, which I'm Uh all for. Give me a game of tennis any day. A games Uh room, reception hall, a drawing room. Yes, please. With an open fire, obviously. Modern (gasps) kitchen. Yep. Uh, Mm -hmm. Breakfast room. Yes, please. With the original butler's bell. So we do want Craig. So we, we do can want use Craig. The butler's King. bell. Yeah, let's bell. Um, yep. Uh, it's got a wraparound terrace and it's ideal for alfresco dining. However, it is nice. good weather. So um, it does have an office. So, you know, if Craig wants to continue Craig working. Work yep. Mm-hmm. Um, it's only got four bedrooms, though. It does have a primary suite uh, with an ensuite bath, uh, bath room, roll top tub. And a balcony upstairs. Nice. Um, stables. Craig. Maybe we can convert the stables. Okay. You wanted to see Craig? Yes. Does Here he, he exist? He lives. Hello, you. <laughs> yes, Craig is a love. And the dog's over there. Okay. The yes. important things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Craig is alive, everyone. You may have heard his voice just faintly there in the background. <laughs> um, he does live. Oh, the house changed hands in 2015, mm-hmm. um, and it went for 775,000 in 2015. Ooh. Gosh, okay. prices have gone up a lot. Prices have jumped then, yeah. And yeah. it's okay. It has four bedrooms because it's one for me and Craig, one mm-hmm. for you, one for Cedo, and one left over. Oh, I love it. One for the visitors. Because, mm. you know. Although Cedo, Cedo's not, Cedo said he'd prefer to have two, but he'll concede. Ah, but he he and I can share, and then he can share with you, and then he can be downstairs. Mm-hmm. Oh, and... could you imagine? He'd just be sharing the love. You know, my dog's a tart. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, like, I, like I, I'm happy to share the love. You know, he's so sweet <laughs> and such a nice, like, good boy. Yes. <laughs> um. Uh, did uh, Did Craig do his job and do a report for you then? Was yes. That, that the yes, that was that was the you know report. Yeah, don't think I didn't trained him uh, well. notice that. You have trained him very well. Mm-hmm. Um, on the important things, re-pouring yes. alcohol, he is re-pouring alcohol. totally on. Mm-hmm. I've got to say he was a fantastic host on the weekend. Um, he, was, he was. And went out and bought yeah. us food mm-hmm. that lasts for days, literally. For days, literally. For days. Yep. Um, <laughs> and a very strange concoction of mm-hmm. fried rice, which was excellent, Uh Chips, double cooked chips, which were very yellow, and you tell me that's from the canola oil, mm-hmm. and a barbecue chicken, and that's mm. what we had for pretty much every meal. Yeah, pretty much. And which would you was believe brilliant. we actually he bought two chickens, people, and we still have one. Wow, I mean, yeah. that's mad. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is us. So yeah, yeah. it is mad. Yeah, Nick, Nick. Um, I know. So don't murder anyone. I won't, and you don't murder anyone down in Melbourne. I won't, so we won't together. Together. And definitely I'm not sure I have the energy either. And I know. You know as we've discussed, the cleanup's way too much effort. Way too much, way too much thinking. Yeah. Not my yeah. strong point. <laughs> Nick, you're not that blonde. <laughs> 
now I know you're up to Barbie shortly. Yes, yes, on Friday. So Mm -hmm. we will talk about it when you've seen it because obviously I've already seen it. Yes, you have. Yep. All right. Well, you have a great rest of the week. I will and, you know, I'll talk to you later anyway. Yep. And keep a big love for me. Oh, I will. I will. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.